Welcome to Waterbound, episode 16. 16. How you doing, guys? This is Link Stallings. And Ted Wisenhunt. And uh, if you've never listened to us before, uh, lucky you, but we... <laughs> Uh, the, the what we talk about here is mostly uh, whitewater, and uh, we really like to talk about small rafts and other whitewater things in the southeast. Yeah, in, inflatable kayaks and, and beer and uh, high performance inflatable kayaks. High, high performance, yeah. and uh, also we uh, the sort of the way this works is uh, I'm average Joe paddler. And Link is uh, semi-average. He's an expert. He's classified boater, folks. <laughs> and uh, he's a uh, yeah, twenty-plus years uh, raft guide and instructor. So I ask him a lot of questions uh, because I'm curious about these things. And I uh, answer said said <laughs> ask questions. Uh, sometimes he makes up stuff, but anyway, uh, I'm a ref guy. <laughs> all right. So we're going live here tonight on uh, Facebook. And so hopefully <laughs> nobody's watching. Yeah. Uh, I don't like looking at myself yeah. there. We're looking at our, our screen with our, all of our info we're going to cover and you guys. All right. Right up in there. Yeah. And, uh, oftentimes you can hear from, uh, our puppies, uh, where are you at? Rio, Miss Ida, Come here. and Mr. Rio, and they're Come here, Ida. they're Come being, here. Come they're being kind of good. Maybe we'll get them on the screen. Come here, Come here Miss Ida. Oh, oh, there she is. She There's is. a big gal. Here she is. <laughs> Rio, come here. Oh, she's a good girl. Rio's sniffing her. There's old Rio. Hey, Mr. Rio, you're on on you're on the camera. See, look, right. there you are. So uh, that's the pups, and we got uh, one uh, bobtail cat named Arlo running around here, too, in the mix. Um, So, all right, on to So what are we covering tonight, Ted? Well, our topic is going to be uh, overnight trips. Or multi-day trips. Yeah, multi-day and overnighters uh, on the river. And... We're going to talk a little bit about kind of essential gear and then like the next tier down, which would be still really kind of essential stuff, but maybe on a maybe, maybe, we'll maybe secondary that. and then, then some luxury items. Yeah. And, we're uh, going we're gonna to talk about some, uh, some trip reports first. Um, and, uh, why don't you start us out with, you want me to start it out? All right. With your, with your buddies up there. Yeah. We, uh, 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 we got a bunch of rain a couple nights ago. Went up to the Pigeon uh, River. Um, uh, Smokey's got a bunch of rain and uh, got up to the Pigeon and, and hooked up with some friends. Ran the Pigeon Gorge at like 6,000 CFS, which is, you know, probably a good three to four times normal flow. A um, lot of fun. Big waves. Um R one it in the thundercloud, and that was that was definitely fun. Um, and uh, my buddy Shane, he S one <laughs> his fat cat, and we were actually paddling with a couple kayakers and one paddleboarder. So wow, <laughs> paddleboarding! <laughs> it was just kind of <laughs> it was you know it was a little, little bit of everything in there, wow. and uh, everybody did great. Yeah, you know the normal five miles, which takes just maybe right at an hour normally 
Um, if you just go, you know, straight down 45 minutes to an hour, probably it, it took us uh, about 30 minutes. So, and uh, rolling fast and big waves, big fun waves, you know, a couple of holes you had to avoid. And then uh, we jumped, jumped back on a shuttle and, um, um, uh, sorry, there's a message coming through. <laughs> that was interesting. Uh, but I uh, got, got a quick shuttle back up to the, um, the, the gorge put in and with a couple of, uh, rookie guides and, uh, took them down, uh, big Creek at four feet, which is, you know, really juicy flow, fun, good fun. Um, I ran it this winter at like five and a half, maybe, or six. Someone said six. It was hard to tell us. <laughs> you can't tell by the gauge once it gets that high. How far is Big Creek from the pigeon? It, it flows in right at, okay. right at the put-in. So okay. it's, it's awesome because you can, you know, like you can see Big Creek and, you know, rolling right in front of the powerhouse. Um, and anyway, we got, uh, got on it, and, uh, yeah, it was, it was so much fun. Uh, it was, it was big, stompy in the R1, in the thundercloud, but super fun. The thundercloud just did great. I was, I'm just loving this boat. When is the, <laughs> I mean, that's sort of a side note here, but let's get off Oh your, boy, off, you're going to ask, ask more about the boat. Any, Let, let's talk about the river. Let's talk all right, about all right. Let's talk we'll about get, we're going to find out when that thundercloud's going to be in production. But it, it was a lot of fun. It was, it was a blast, man. And then we got to... Uh, my buddy Shane, he took one of the one of the rookie guys with him for his first time on Big Creek, and then the other two guys are to a storm. So we had we had Rocky, Rocky Mountain rep, representing because um, a lot of those a lot of the pigeon guys love 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 our boats because they're affordable and all that. But uh, um, we uh, got to the you know where most people take out, and once you go around the corner towards the powerhouse. Uh, past the the normal takeout, there's a low head dam that at higher flow is runnable, and Shane kind of <laughs> missed the eddy, <laughs> and he looked back at me and was like, "Are we gonna run it?" And I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> so we uh, we went down, and I I ended up like passing everybody and uh, dropped down. I mean, it's it's about a ten foot drop. Yeah, ten foot, just like you're going over the edge, like. and just down this big slide and if you're on the left side of that low head there's a really nasty hole um really nasty hole the right side kind of tongue has a nice tongue out of it as long as you hit you know hit it hit it straight you're good to go and we flew yeah jump jump the wave at the bottom and came around the corner and uh smoky mountain river rats was actually putting in like right as right as we were taken out you know we come yeah. around the corner and just like yeah you know and they're like <laughs> you guys ran that and we're like yeah <laughs> so it was a lot of fun man but um yeah it was, it was a good time up there i got 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 those two runs in yesterday and uh uh just just good times so four feet on big creek is super fun nothing you know nothing to uh take lightly but um you know, stay in the boat and you're good. <laughs> what, <clears throat> like uh, we were talking earlier about that. That's that's on my 
wish list at some point, although I'm not going to run it at four feet. But what, what do you think is a good level for, you know, for somebody to run it? I mean, or where would, where would you begin running that? At, uh, you know, in rubber, it's, in rubber, it's hard, it's hard to say really. Cause it's, it's been a long time since I ran it kind of at lower flow. Um, but I think somewhere around probably two and a half feet, um, which is at, um, is that not at the takeout, not at the bridge, just past the takeout and above the powerhouse. It's at the next bridge upstream, Yeah, which uh, is the one that comes, I, I forget the name of that road, but uh, what's up, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's, uh, it, yeah, it's a lot of, it's, there, there's a um, the river left pylon yeah. on the upstream side. There's a gauge right there, and it only goes to four feet. So what we, I mean, we had we had four feet on the bubble, and it was like right between the bubble and the eddy behind the pylon. So you know the pylon's right here, and there's the the surge from the water hitting the pylon. Then there's the eddy on the back side of the pylon. And we had right right about four feet, and that was that was good, but it was it was like constant, you know, constant class four, you know, yeah. continuous class four, just just waves, waves and holes everywhere. And what I liked about four feet is you could you could you could see the rocks, the big rocks, at five and a half six, you couldn't see the big rocks, the, and there were the holes were the holes were really blind. And you're just kind of playing the sides the whole way down yeah. at six feet. And this was like, oh, yeah, you know, you can find all these little cool little seams in between the, the boulders and the pourovers and the drops. So, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Cool. So how about you, man? You you just did a uh, an awesome overnighter. Yeah, well, so I uh, put some picks out there and – uh, of this trip recently on Facebook and and but yeah we we did the uh, Buffalo River in Arkansas and so we did a section that's uh, there's a lot of sections to that and I, I don't know that much about it but and there are some whitewater sections but what we did was not this yeah. is definitely like a you know class one just chill flow trip but it's a uh, um, I guess we did 20 miles in, you know, one, one night out there camping and it's a beautiful river. It's, I think it's one of the first national rivers. I don't know that it was the first wild and scenic, but, uh, but it was one of the first rivers to become like, I don't know, recognized by the government as a national whatever oh, cool. um so it, it's a it really is a beautiful so, river yeah. and it's uh you guys did 20 miles yeah that doesn't sound like that much but when it's slow <laughs> it sounds like a, okay sounds like well, a good bit yeah dude. well when you're loaded down in a canoe and yeah. the water's barely moving yeah that's a, what i'm saying yeah it's, it was a lot that's of, a lot for it was a lot of paddling not flowing very yeah high so uh, <laughs> but but actually the levels were really good for this time of year like they they often don't have a lot of water at this time of year. So we we I think it was at four point two feet. Mm-hmm. Um, the, I, I did run into a guide uh, 
at the end of the trip, he said that he likes to paddle that at like six feet is like ideal. So you just okay. have, you know, where you're not like just paddling the whole time. You yeah. get a little bit of, I've, I've um, always, I've always wanted to hit that. So, and it's beautiful. I'm we, envious. You, yeah. you got, you got one before me. All right. Well, <laughs> it's, I mean, you know, it's, it's a definitely like a scenic, beautiful river with big, uh, big limestone slash sandstone, uh, bluffs yeah. and, uh, like kind of bright, you know, colors on those bluffs, uh, you know, real sheer, uh, bluffs along the, along the river. And, you know, it's one of those things, like I wondered, you know, like often you'll, you'll see images of, of a place, a river or whatever. And you'll think, well, yeah, it looks like that, but just in one spot, like, like you come around the corner and there's a cliff and that's the picture that's on every brochure. Yeah. But it really was that way every other turn that you made there were nice. these big cliffs so that i was pleasantly surprised with that so it really was was cool so y'all and had y'all had low water but you, you uh how, how was the temperature and hot it was 95 the air was <laughs> the, the air, air yeah air. now the temperature of the water i i mean I, I i don't think i can make a good guess but it was 70s. it was a nice cool water like and and there was uh and and it was crystal clear like um that's cool some of the images that i took you know, the photos came out and it looks kind of green or something, but you know, when you're in it, you know, you can see the bottom like eight feet down. Yeah. yeah. So we'll, you'll have to, we'll have to post some of those photos yeah. on the, uh, on the podcast. But page. great trip, big gravel bars, you know, around every bend. And, uh, so tons of places to potentially camp. And so we paddled down 10 miles first day. It was, it Sweet. was slow, uh, moving, and then uh, camped out. Probably only saw f- five other groups like ours, and it was me. Let's see, we had six in our group, so three boats. We were paddling. Uh, we rented uh, three, you know, like uh, commercial, whatever. They were they were old Tandem town. Canoes. They were old town discoveries, like fifteen footers or something. Yeah, and uh, perfect for that trip. And you know, we just didn't have anything like that. Cool. Um, so. Great trip. Um, that kind of le- is going to lead us into our topic. But this, anyway, so we did the first night. Uh, you know, had a nice night. The second day, it kind of you know, Ted, Ted ran into hey. a little problem. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, well we'll get yeah we'll definitely get to dry, that. But it's dry county. <laughs> we drove up there. You know, it's like a ten hour drive. Uh, we get there. We buy our groceries the night before at this little town, and we're ready to buy our beer. And they're like, "Nope, Dry County." Sorry. And <laughs> we were like, "Oh no!" And they're like, "Yeah, it's forty miles back to the county line, you know." And we had been in the car all day. Like, <laughs> I guess we're gonna. I guess we won't have any beer on this trip. So anyway, yeah, we that first day, you know, we're almost. Probably Some people almost, saved their lives. We were on like mile eight. People saved their lives. And there was somebody who had pulled up some folks uh, on a gravel bar and had, you know, a good Mutters. gear set up. Were, were they, they on like, you know, they were set, 30, they were having, 32s? They were having a good time. Good time. <laughs> and so they kind of heckled us a little bit, you know, just, you know, just messing around. And I was like, hey, we need to buy three beers. Because <laughs> there were three, well, yeah, there were three, three adults. adults on the, on our trip. And we had three kids. Um, 
So you, you don't want to go in too big on someone like that. You no, know? I you definitely don't. Wanna, you know, I like, didn't. Hey, yeah. man, can we buy a you know so, twelve pack off? I, and honestly, I was like, I just want when I get to the campsite and set up That's and fun. sit down, I want to have, I want, I want a beer, you know. And uh, I would like several beers, but one beer minimum. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so yeah. anyway, they're like, "Yeah, come on over here." So we rolled over there and ended up hanging out with them for like 30 minutes and uh they gave us like six beers wouldn't take any money that's, we that's threw them in the cooler and we <laughs> we uh we gave a big toast to them and uh very nice very yeah, nice uh thank you for saving my yes, friend's life thank you whoever you were yeah, mystery you, beer you know person ma'am <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, it was good. Uh, next night or next day, we paddled out, and actually, the river, the water level didn't go up. I guess it got it was more narrow or, or more gradient or something, but it picked up a little bit. So, the day went a little faster uh, on the paddling second day, but also, and you had a lot more people. The last <laughs> six miles apparently is where. <laughs> Because uh, we kept thinking, yeah, I know this is a popular river, and uh, we'll get down the last six miles, and I guess that was the the busy part, and it was like anything and everything you yeah. you know, like you know, we've talked before, but it it didn't really matter. Like, you, can, you can you can take a pelican down the buffalo, and you're gonna be good to go. <laughs> you know, you can take. You can take a uh, sun dolphin and did, style it. Did you see any unicorns? I uh, didn't see any unicorns, but <laughs> but they've also got this access right by, like, there's one bridge that we went under the whole time. And at that, there's an access point there. I guess it's yeah. a main highway, and there were folks, like, I've never seen Yee. on the river. Like, yeah. just, like, 40 cars and, tent, you know, like, tents and stuff set up there, and... uh yeah, people full on grilling and just yeah. like everything, uh, you know, they're just there cool. for the day. But, but anyway, um, there were some good people watching for I, sure. I bet. Faux show. Clinton, Arkansas. Clinton, Arkansas. Here I come. But the, anyway, section we did was Woolham. Well, two years, one or two years. I've been Clinton. <laughs> Woolham, <laughs> and we took out at Gilbert. And I think the uh, Buffalo River camping or something was the outfitter we used and anyway it was a great trip give a shout out to those folks yeah Buffalo river camping i need to maybe i'll figure that one out put him on the spot i can't remember sorry guys uh their logo looks like a buffalo nickel all right all right that's easy to remember uh but anyway it was a it was a really good trip i do recommend it. it it you know i sure wish that it was like full of class two (laughs) <laughs> I wish we were just sort of steering those canoes, but we were paddling. Yeah. Uh, but lots of good fishing, too. So, yeah, anyway, good trip, for sure. Like, I, I would recommend it. Did you slay them? I didn't. I was paddling. You know, my son was catching them. How many did My you, nephews were catching how them. How many did they catch? How I'm many did the catch? Well, he didn't do as much fishing, but my nephew... Uh, well, what was he doing? He, he sure wasn't drinking all your he beer. Wasn't, he wasn't drinking all the beer. But <laughs> my nephew, like, never paddled the boat at all. But he caught probably, like, I don't know. I bet he caught 12, 15 fish, and half of them were probably little little bass, little smallmouth bass. Cool. And the others were, like, sunfish. And, and you see fish the whole time you're paddling. You see them, like, uh, so clear. carp and alligator gar and bass and everything down there. But How big the alligator gar get? Eh, not huge. I mean, the ones I saw were not like know, not like ours in Florida. Yeah, a couple of feet, you know, something yeah. like that. Cool. So, yeah, good trip. So yeah. that brings us kind of to our topic. Yep. Um, 
Which is after doing this uh, disclaimer, know. guys. I I threw this whole uh, live going live podcast thing on him at the last second. So I bear, bear yeah, with us. I would have combed my hair had I known that. <laughs> I would have <laughs> put on my tuxedo, man. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, our topic's going to be you know overnight and multi-day trips on the yeah. water and something I'd like to do more of and uh and I and I and before the trip I'd ask some folks and got some good tips but definitely afterwards you know I think I think you kind of wishes we had done this before yes he was yes because the, 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 the beer trip. the beer would have been <laughs> one thing I would have thought of you know I've had that happen year many times on like backpacking trips too I don't know why I should have learned my lesson well it's the south man yeah you know um, <laughs> Unfortunately. Well, let's get into, uh, well, hey, what beer are we drinking? Uh, Terrapin Luau Crunkles, isn't it? The Luau, Luau Crunkles. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's fruity. Floral. Oh, by the way, the Flute, beer, the free beer that I got from those guys. Yeah. What was it? Well. It's very, very important yeah, to know. Two Miller Lights and four... Bush lights. All right. And I have not had a bush light. Uh, that was oh. the best bush light. I bet. 95 degrees. Glad yeah. to have it. Yeah, give me a. Give me. Yes. Yeah, give me shafers or, you know. I was ready to pay big money for it. There you yeah. Anyway. Um, so, so, yeah, over, overnight trips and, um, you know, multi day trips. Uh, you know, when, when Ted said he wanted to talk about this, uh, you know, I was like, well, you know, we can definitely, definitely talk, you know, extensively about it. Um, but we kind of broke up, um, this gear and, uh, three, you know, like three categories of, you know, basically primary essential gear, um, or, you know, Primary essentials, <laughs> uh, and then secondary essentials, uh, and then uh, like lu- luxury items. Luxury right? items. I had yeah. some luxuries, but uh, I didn't. Ted, have Ted, some of these Ted wanted to go straight to the luxuries, and I was like, "Yeah, you know." But well, uh, I think there's a Frank Lloyd Wright uh, quote that I've always liked, where he says, uh, "You don't need the necessities as long as you have the luxuries." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's okay. That's why your houses are falling down now, and you know nobody wants to try to pay to keep them up. Um, I, but I love Frank Lord Wright. Thank you. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah, sure. Falling water. All right. So hey, uh, essentials. So our primary, like the stuff, yeah. and and some of this is obvious, but you know we wanted to mention it anyway. Yeah, I mean, you know, water is number one. For survival anywhere, um, but having having good fresh water with you um, and, and knowing uh, what kind of water sources you have, if you don't have a means to, um, you know, filter. Or well, no, but to get. cook with, yeah. uh, are are you going to need to filter? Are you going to need to, you know, where are you going to get your water from? And then, you know, what. <laughs> What's your your drinking water look like? So, and how much should you bring? You know, uh, and you know these jerry cans are great. Um, you know, big plastic uh, jerry cans; those work great. Um, those uh, five gallon, I guess they're five gallon. They may be seven. 
but uh, they have the you know spout you can take off and and you know kind of rearrange it and and lay them on their side. Those make you know, but uh, you know it's 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 kind of hard to tell. You know, for an overnight, you're you're definitely not really thinking as much about water. Yeah, uh, or at least not like filtering it or doing something yeah like that, so. i mean you can probably take enough depending on the number of people yeah you can probably take enough with you that um you know that that everybody will be fine but and that's what we ended up doing like we had some you know we had some coolers we had some uh uh, some bags of water, and we bought like you know at the at the, at the last minute we bought uh, some gallons you know just from the grocery store. Yeah, and, uh, and we were like, I was like, well, we at least need like a gallon per person per day. You know, if it's ninety five degrees, and that was yeah. We we when we got out, I mean, it's just two days. That was a lot of water, but um, to to put in a but boat, y'all went went went, went through, through all, all of that. it except yeah. one maybe one and a half gallons. Yeah, yeah. And we had a few Gatorades, and you also had, you know, a couple couple kids, yeah, on the trip. But you know, I mean, like stuff like Gatorade, beer, sodas that that's not going to sustain you. Yeah, I mean, you need good, good, decent, you know, potable water of some kind. But you know, with with cooking, uh, you got to think about you know what you're cooking. Is it going to require being boiled or or you know making rice or pasta or stuff like that? You got to be able to cook with this water, uh, and then you know once you use it, you're you're done. Um, you know you can kind of use that as as I, I guess you know probably a, um, a bit of a rinse for doing dishes afterwards if you had to, sort of, but. Um, but you know a lot of that is especially because of where y'all were. It's um, um, probably pretty good water to yeah. to use, yeah. uh, I guess. Um, and then uh, disposing of the water and the wastewater and the the all the stuff that you're cooking in, you know, cooking in that water, you know, um, it's it, you got to think about those things. So you know, food's a, a given. You know, how much, how much food are you going to bring? How are you going to keep it cool? We're going to talk about that later. But, you know, I mean, worse comes to worse. You can, you can eat gourd. You can eat granola, power bars, whatever. But that's one of the you things know. that we're going to, I guess we're going to talk about. But the, the, the idea of, uh, and some other folks I talked to, they were like, well, when you're doing river trips, like it's not about, you're not dealing with the weight issues that you are with not so much you know not like backpack not so, so much i mean there the weight weight is a consideration yeah. in a way but you're you're not as worried about yeah. the weight but they're like much. you know you can eat a lot better you can eat a lot better we like to eat a little yeah, bit better so i was like yeah sign me up i like this yeah but food you know i mean you, you can get away with eating mres yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. you know and um Cliff bars and stuff. If you wanted to do that, you could go, you know, pack canned foods. You, you know, if you wanted to go that route or dried foods, which you're going to need water, water to hydrate, um, or just you know, go steaks and you know, potatoes yeah. and you know, oh, yeah. good stuff like that. But yeah, need the food, um, and then got to cook it. Yeah, fire. Uh, but fire for you know, just you know gathering around um and uh for you know uh, uh what what i like you know is having having uh 
a sure thing cooking source to cook with, you know, some kind of stove, whether it's a camp stove or, you know, like a jet boil or something yeah. like that. Um, I like cooking over, over wood, um, you know, and, uh, the, the only thing with cooking over wood or coals is you got to be ready to, uh, you know, in some cases haul that out with you, those ashes and the coals. And mm. I mean, that's, that's how you have to do it in the Grand Canyon. And, uh, they require a fire pan and you got to have a fire pan and a fire blanket to go underneath to catch all the, you know, coals or ashes that fall. And you gather that up the next day before you leave camp. And, you know, hopefully it's, it's all simmered down and cooled down. And then basically you take it and you put it in your ammo can in your trash, in your trash. And, uh, you, but you try to burn it as, as much as you can, as much of the, um, um, you know, the hard stuff, yeah. the particulates and, and burn it down as, as small as you can. Then, and then you pack it out with you, leave, leave no trace. So, so it's just a good way to operate. Yeah. I think in a lot of, so, so I, I don't know what they, I mean, it, they, they obviously didn't no, require like that. that. No, I mean, there's, 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 you know, on the beaches that we got out and walked around, uh, you could find a a little bit of evidence of a campfire here and there, but there weren't like big fire pits. I mean, I think people were like taking care of, like, you know, we had a little, we made a little fire pit and then afterwards, like we busted it up and yeah. spread things out. Yeah, that's know, cool. Kinda. Um, but, but of course, like with fire, you know, I mean, you know, don't forget your, whatever you're going to start it with your matches and your lighter and your, y'all didn't go full on survival mode. We took some both, sticks, both baby. We were, yeah. We're getting that going. Um, so, all right, and then a shelter of some sort, of course. Um, I mean, we just brought tents. A friend of mine had been on this trip before, and we were thinking about taking uh, hammocks. Um, and my son loves to camp in his hammock. Oh, but yeah, he said, uh, camping. Yeah, they, and, and it would be small, you know, but... But uh, he said, no, you're going to be on like big gravel beaches and you're probably, you know, yeah. like, you could go up in the trees and get eaten alive by the bugs. But, uh, <laughs> so we, Stay where it's cool, down near the water. Yeah, so that was our plan. So we, uh, yeah. we took uh, tents. But uh, what about when you're out on multi-days? What, what's the, what, do you, what do y'all take? Uh, well, I mean, like, you know, my, uh, say like the New River, West Virginia, you know, you can do, you can do, several days on the new um lots of trees out there on the new there's there's good good spots for hammocks but like the grand canyon i I took my uh my first trip i took um well i took my tent and my hammock because you know i'm driving a huge gear boat which like the more weight the better in a lot of ways because uh as you eat the food it gets lighter as you go downstream Mm -hmm. so having extra weight on there is a good thing (laughs) But um, in the Grand Canyon, there's not really any good trees left for hammocks. Uh, you know, uh, you know, you're, uh, most of the trees you run run into where you're camping are tamarisk, and so they're they're not very sturdy tree or a big tree or great for stringing um, a tarp up to, or I mean a, a hammock up to. So yeah, um, I sleep on the boat as much as possible in in the big ditch, man, because that's where you know, especially those uh, summer trips. That's you know, fifty degree water. Uh, it's you know, eighty, ninety, 
100 degrees at night. What about yeah, depending the on bugs? The bugs aren't aren't so bad down on the boat, but you know, I I, I sleep in a um, you know, I sleep in like a either a sleeping bag or like a um, uh, bag liner yeah. of some kind. But uh, on the boat, they're not that bad. Up on shore, you know, you it's nice to either be off the ground in a cot, you know, a decent river cot, um, or in a tent. So, yeah. but a lot of people sleep out out in the open. I mean, you're in the desert. I would like to. There's have done not that. there's not that many bugs down there until you get down to the lower part of the canyon. Yeah, and that's where the uh, bu- what they call them buffalo gnats are. Yeah, and they get bad down there. But not a lot of people. Um, camp down there they they overnight float a lot of times yeah. in the in the lower part of the canyon so well this time of year uh you know out there we it was okay until it got dark and then yeah. the bugs like I, I got up to go to the bathroom a couple times another good reason to have a fire dude and i was smoke. getting i was getting <laughs> hit and you know, destroyed by the bugs so anyway um all right, so but shelter. What, 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 what was the other little thing? Oh, uh, we'll talk about it. Yeah, luxury yeah, items. Yeah. Luxury items. Yeah, luxuries. Uh, uh, light, flashlight. Uh, yeah, flashlight. Headlamp, something. Another yeah. light source. Yeah, definitely. Uh, uh, I would put that in essentials. I would sure. too, because uh, this is a story for another time, maybe an interview with, uh, with our friend Trey, who got stranded out on the... <laughs> <laughs> on uh, on section the section four last on the winter. late no section five yes it that's right section five and we'll talk about that we may <laughs> we may Skype him in and tell that story but uh, anyway that would be a good he topic. needed you know he said he he didn't have a light and that that could have made all the difference like getting out of there but so yeah I think I think it actually I would throw it right in there with you know for for a trip like a camping trip as yeah, essential and, and I mean you fire know, you know is one thing like I'm not walking around with a torch but and and you know one of the other things to have in there a first aid kit even a basic true yes even, even a basic first aid kit mm, that's a luxury uh, <laughs> Ted's gonna add that in to our uh uh, that's that's going into our official our liner notes. Yeah. So, uh, but uh, we're going to go down into secondary gear, and you know, even though it's secondary, you know, the uh, we we felt the need to separate the stuff into kind of three categories because just like essentials and then luxury items didn't really we didn't feel cut it different. Yeah. Um. So secondary gear kind of supports the essential stuff also in a way um you know the first being a good cooler and depending on the length of your trip uh you know um an overnight an overnight trip just like a two-day trip um you're you're probably going to be okay with most coolers especially if you don't have that many people but you know, it's nice to have ice. You never know when you're going to need it. Um, it's nice to have, you know, keep your, your food cold the entire time. And having a good cooler does, is, I mean, it's worth its weight in gold. Um, and, um, you know, a Yeti. Uh, Yeti cooler is good. Um, you know, what we use on... Uh, in the Grand Canyon, are most most of the time now are uh, either Ingle coolers, which are awesome, or Canyon coolers, which are as a company based right there in Flagstaff, Arizona, uh, called Canyon coolers. 
And canyon coolers, most of theirs come without the latches on them because you don't need them because in a gear boat, you, you strap the lid down. Hmm. So you don't need latches. Yeah. Um, and it's just one less thing you got to worry about, you know, for them. But Ingle, Ingle coolers are great. Uh, they're, they're as good, if not better, than Yetis. Um, and, you know... There, there's there's knockoffs nowadays. I mean, I just I just bought a Igloo Extreme and it for uh, my no I bought it for the uh, the R one S one clinic up at the Nolichucky and it did great. It sat in it sat in my trailer all weekend and yeah. it held ice. It was I great. I, I mean, we took a couple of Yetis and they did they did great. But I did read. Uh, some 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 articles uh, I guess a few months ago about testing somebody tested all these coolers and you can even get on YouTube and uh, oh, you, know, sure you, can, you can test like soft coolers and you can test like the yeah. old like basic igloo and 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 you know it there's all all kinds of things that that people know now that we used to not think about or I didn't about like cooling your food off first cooling the cooler down first you know putting the ice you know all those sorts of things yeah and, and uh that that you know used to just throw everything in hot and pour a bag of ice in expect yeah. it to but but yeah the cooler technology's gotten better and and also a cover but, a cover for your cooler is not a bad uh, idea and that that'll keep the direct sunlight yeah, off of it yeah. and you'll you'll hang on to the ice a lot longer but uh but to your point the um there since these high-end coolers have have you know kind of been a big hit yeah um they're making some really good like it it's brought the game up on like your ordinary cooler yeah the knock- walmart yeah, yeah the, the knockoffs are the knockoffs good. are yeah are, are coming around too um we one thing on that note we did uh and i kind of stole this from somebody else i uh, did my my homemade version um the they said they take they they had access some outfitter had access to a deep freeze so they would put like two yeah. inches of ice in the bottom yeah. and freeze it and I was like oh great idea so I took some Tupperware and measured out my cooler and made like Did some big that? blocks of ice in my freezer uh-huh. put them in the bottom then put my stuff in and those that ice was still there you know, at the end of the so course. so what they do on the canyon yeah. what what Mo and Kopi does. Um, and, and some of them do, but Mo and Kopi Riverworks is, is who I, Hey, uh, you going on a beer run, Ted? Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Mo and Kopi Riverworks, um, will take, and they start a good ways out and they will take, uh, you know, especially your meat pack, your meat order, you know, by the day and they'll start by, uh, basically freezing layer, your meat in layers oh, wow. in, in the cooler. Uh, so they start like sometimes I think like a month out to two months out freezing that stuff and up. they freeze that stuff and then they leave it in their cooler and but you know it takes a, it takes time and they deep freeze this stuff in every cooler and then you're you know you basically each day you open that cooler and pull your meat out for that day or that meal close it and you got to keep that thing closed as much as possible yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's really awesome because it you know it melts it, it just melts perfect and that way your stuff is, yeah, is cold till you need it, it. and uh hey cuz what's up <laughs> that's my cousin 
Marvin right there. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, that's really cool, man. Um, they just got it dialed. So uh, cooler, a good cooler, essential, essential secondary gear. Um, and that'll make, I mean, that made, I'll tell you this, like, so we had that and we had our food and we put our food and meat in one and then the other was just like ice and drinks and stuff yeah. like that. But, uh, I, I can't stand having, having drinks and like next, chicken. Yeah. Next to meat. <laughs> I'm oh, with you. I'm with you. Or like fish. I'm with you. Like no. who does that? Like, no, we had it separated out. Yeah. You're such a freaking caveman. Uh, we had, uh, separate the beer. Well, we had when ice. you have it. At, you know, we ice and our like icy drinks. Icy so drinks. it definitely was like it became a luxury. Like that's I'm icy. Gonna, that's right. Um, <laughs> all right. So on on going down. So hey, this is something that we kind of. So my brother in law brought like a, a rubber made box. Yeah. That he had his kitchen in basically, and uh, and so we threw like a loaf of bread in there and some other things, but. And we had a dry bag that we put some food in, mm-hmm. and uh, it it was kind of funny. We got up the next morning, and uh, for the kids, of course, we had like some eggs, egg beaters, and some that sausage. Sounds, sounds good, Marvin. <laughs> but uh, we had some donuts for the kids, and they were like chocolate donuts. Oh yeah, and they had been squished, oh, and then like and then, melted, and then melted, melted together. And we were ninety-five degree donuts. We were calling it, it monkey, like monkey bread. Yeah, fresh it came baked. out, and it was like a chunk of you know. I Rio, ate some of it. It was pretty tasty. Rio, come. Rio's gonna make an appearance here. Oh, uh oh. Uh-oh. Say hey to Uh-oh. your cousin. Oh, who's this? <laughs> Say hey to your cousin. Here's Miss Ida. They don't want to get up here. He's like, what show. are you doing? Say hey, Rio. That's Rio dog. So we had the... Uh, you want to stay up? The Rubbermaid. Cool. Which, which worked okay, but not... You know, I was like, if I did much more of this, I want some kind of like dry box or some kind of box you know to those like big, designate... Uh, so what were you what were you saying y'all use on those? Well, we have and and you know one of the main things it's not it's not necessarily dry yeah, but it keeps the critters out. Mm. We have a commissary box, and it's just you know specially made aluminum box that's got you know it's got a, you know some kind of a lot of times it may have a clasp on it or some kind of it's hinged but. What we usually do is just put something really heavy on top of it, um, because in the boat you strap it down. Yeah, you know, but that that it it does keep stuff dry. That's being when when you know you're running white water in a gear boat and stuff's being splashed. But um, you know, if the boat were to go upside down, that. It's going to be tied in, but it's going to get wet. Get some water in it. Yeah. It's going to get water in it, but you can dry it out because you know, in the Grand Canyon, you're in the desert. You're yeah. not. You're not really worried about, you know, stuff staying wet for real long. Yeah. But those commissaries are nice. Um, but you could you could go out and get a, um, you know, there's some decent rubber made ones with or or you know some other brand. With with latches on them, yeah, 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 and and that I could find something that work. works great, yeah, yeah, and yeah. and it, and they're also well, small I've enough. I've got one that, of those one of those boxes that you some people use like as a toolbox in their pickup truck. Yeah, I mean, I'm talking about like a black, like a yeah. Walmart, a black heavy, 
uh, with him, you know, that yeah. would be the tip. Yeah, but made by rubber. I mean, yeah. rubber made. Yeah, but a heavy duty kind of thing. But you could you you could also tie that down in a canoe, and it has hinges. You know, has some kind of locking mechanism on yeah. the side that would work great. And you could put your uh, your camp stove in there uh, if you have you know fuel for your camp stove or yeah. lighter fluid um, lighters um, plates bowls yeah. Yeah, silverware. Yeah. Um, that's what that's what we were doing. With all that kind of stuff can go, and that, and and that way it's um, it's it lives in donuts, one, chocolate donuts. It lives in one <laughs> spot, but also it, it keeps it keeps the uh, the critters out. Yeah. Um, the main thing is it keeps the critters out, and you know if you're in a place with raccoons, man, especially if it's a river, the coons are used used to that kind of stuff. Yeah. So they know how to get into anything. We had uh, one time I was on a Outer Banks sea kayaking trip uh, when I was at Brevard College, and we had we had a raccoon go in and open a dry bag. You know, we're like, really? He opened the dry bag and like went in, like laid, opened the dry bag, laid Made a it peanut out, butter and jelly sandwich, and like pulled everything. Out. We we're like. What? And then my buddy got in a fight with the raccoon later, and then <laughs> it just punched him in the eye or something. But, uh, um, yeah, so. So uh, some kind of box. Larry, some you're going to be in box. Georgia. Holler at me. All right. We're getting all the all the comments. I like this. So, this yeah, if you're listening to the podcast later and you hear these wacky <laughs> off comments, we're, we're also doing Facebook Live right now, so. That's what we're responding to. Here. Bear with us, King. Sorry, <laughs> but yeah, the, uh, that's the why comment, Link is shouting names out. The, the shout out. <laughs> uh, the kitchen box is pretty important, and uh, yeah, and then that, that sort of takes us to you're talking about ammo cans. Well, field. trash. So yeah, you're gonna have trash. Haul your trash out. Absolutely, all of it, no matter what it is. Haul your ashes out of your 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 fire. You know, um, you know. Definitely try to leave the place cleaner than you found it. Um, you know, and that way is people do the same. You know, they'll be able to see, oh, wow, people are camping here. But, you know, like, wow, there's no fire, you know. So, and and in the Grand Canyon, you, ha- you have to do that. Uh, we, we carry a fire pan with a fire blanket underneath. And so all, no, no fires are on the ground at mm. all. Hmm. You know, it all goes in a in a raised up fire pan, which is they're really awesome. They have a grill on top. And that's what you cook cook. You know, some meals with with coals or wood if you got it. And in, in cold months, when you can burn wood, you can't always burn wood in the Grand Canyon. But uh, um, yeah, so uh, um, you know, haul your trash out. And a great way to do it is, you know, an ammo can. Um, you you're know, talking about like those old army, yeah, snap down cans, 50, you get them, 50 get them at caliber surplus yep. store. Where else could you buy some of those? I'm just curious. Like, it's it's it, it is hard to find them occasionally, but you know, army navy store yeah, is really the best store. army surplus store. Uh, when you go out west, everybody's got them, you know, everybody's got them on for those multi day trips. So, and you can, you can, you know, that can be your uh. The the other the other the other important one that is the groover that's oh, the yeah. bathroom. What are you going to the bathroom in? Uh, and you know, digging a cat hole is all well and good, 
but there's other people out there digging cat holes too. So it's like, yeah, yeah, eventually, yeah, yeah. eventually we're going to reach the carrying well, capacity it for depends on, yeah, where, human waste. Where, where you are and how much, so, you know, how much. An ammo can's on. great. So you, you pop the lid off that baby, sit on top, poop in it. And there you go. And that's the groover. What an image. Because it leaves grooves in your butt when you see it. All right. So that's what we call a groover. And uh, there's all kinds of fun, you know, um, uh, they they make wag bags, you know, just for, you know, not just dogs, but for people too, uh, for, you know, small, you know, basically putting over the top of a groover ammo can, sit on that, poop in it, carry your waste out with you. Um, You know, it's a great great way to do it so ammo cans they're, they're really handy uh they make all different sizes it's not just the big tall ones it's yeah. small little tiny ones which are great for personal gear they're like really they're poor man's dry box okay and they work great um you know the they're usually surplus so they're not always in the best condition yeah. but they work great as as a as a basic dry box they're not they're not light but yeah you know that's the beauty of, of paddling is in these right. situations, Wait, we, we aren't really be. worried about that. Let's move on. <coughs> Bless you. Let's move You're on off. to the uh, luxury items. Uh, so at top of my list, and this is something I brought, and, I've, and actually I've used these for years, but only in the winter. And I know you use them, but a Hydra flask. Um, that has become my favorite so thing. Whiskey in it. My, fa- my favorite thing this summer is having like, you know, an ice drink or a bunch of ice in my hydro flask. Yeah. And go down the river, and Ed, that's definitely like a luxury item needs out now. So, but um, love it. And actually, on this trip on the Buffalo, I uh, you know had that cooler full of ice. Man, I kept my hydro flask full of ice, poured water in there, Gatorade, and and well, it, I- it's it was. I, I love Good the Hydro stuff. Flask and the, um, you know, Clean Canteen's about the same. Yeti makes one. They all make one now. And my kids um, have something. I I'd have to read Walmart the makes them. Yeah. You know, they, just uh, Thermos good. makes yeah. them. Every, everybody makes them. Yeah. Well, it's basically like a water bottle. Yeah. Uh, just a, it's a double wall vacuum, yeah. you know, has a... Keeps things cold, keeps things hot. Yeah, vacuum layer in there. But, man, I tell you what, like, I really like Hydro Flask, like... I, I've got a 32-ounce one that I carry on in Yeah. And people laugh at me because, I mean, if you get hit by a thing, it, it hurts. <laughs> but let me tell you, 85, 90-degree weather, direct sunlight all day, you open that lid, it's still cool water. Yes. Nice, cool, cool water. So uh, next is a, a table, some kind of table. Um that's it's it's pretty important to my have. Buddy, my buddy for, had mentioned that it's like his. Yeah. He, you know, I was like, "What's what are some things I wouldn't think of?" You know, and he's like, "Table." He's like, "You got you know." Yeah. Like, he's like, "You you want to stage everything on that?" Sure. And uh, even even we pulled over for lunch. I popped the table out. We we had one of those little NRS rollout roll, you know, pop roll together, and yeah. it was great. I gotta yeah. say, yeah, and especially with the kids, like yeah. we had to make a couple of peanut butter jelly sandwiches and yeah those are called roll a table the company is roll a table it's not nrs so nrs sells them yeah but the company is roll a table they also make a cot Mm. which is amazing and i've had my cot for 
15 years now, 15 or 20 years, I've had my roller cot, and it's amazing. It's mesh, so you're sleeping, and there's airflow underneath nice. you. Nice. Um, so it's better than any other cot out there because, first of all, it, it folds and then rolls up. It's about that long, or maybe that long, um, when it's rolled up and, and folded up. But it stows away real nice in the raft, and pull that sucker out, and you can sit on it, makes a nice little bench, but also so nice to sleep on with like nothing mm-hmm. because um, just, the air is coming up underneath just you. Just butt naked out there? Well, that too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, roll tables are great. Some kind of table, you know, most canyon trips will have, if we have five gear boats, we'll have three tables. Yeah. So, but they're, you know, the fold out, folding leg, metal tables, they're great, you know. Um, so definitely a, a table's nice thing to have for when you're prepping food and cooking food and, you know, just having, you know, at least one table, you know, two in some cases. It was, it was definitely worth it. So, uh, all right, next is something that I didn't take. I had one, but just felt like it may have been, may have been overkill for this and it was taking up a lot of space it was a it was uh you call them a paco pad right or but, yeah that's but a, lots of companies make them well jack's plastic makes the original paco pad and that's what everybody tends to call them air air makes one uh nrs makes one um rocky mountain rap we make it. one rocky mountain <laughs> raps makes one uh as well but a sleeping pad you know, but good these, river sleeping pad. These we're talking about are like you yeah, know, three, like you, three to been, four inches thick. Yeah, if you've been backpacking, you might have like a little thermorest. Yeah. This is like a thick big yeah, daddy. So they, like, they use memory foam. It's like a freaking gymnastics mat. <laughs> yeah, you can inflate it, but the main thing inside there is memory foam. And when you're sleeping on rocks, yeah, and uneven surfaces, yeah, man, it's nice. Well, not only that, like, and, the, and the trick with pacos. Is is I learned this a few years ago. It's, it's not um, it's not to put it in the tent. It's put it underneath the tent, and you yeah. actually you actually sleep in the tent. If you have a tent and you're sleeping with the pacos, put the pacos under the tent, and that also keeps your floor of your tent clean and off the ground. Yeah. and allows air underneath your tent. Yeah, because these things we're talking about are made out of PVC, basically, yeah, like same yeah. as a raft. Yeah. Yeah, yeah heavy duty. PVC and, and uh, heavy. Yeah, they, <laughs> I mean for not heavy like, but heavy compared to like a backpacking mat. You know? Oh yeah, totally. But yeah. not not really. You heavy. Would, yeah, I mean, I I keep my I keep two in my truck for sleeping in my truck, and they rarely come out. Yeah. So you know, but that's also what Mister Rio lays on when we're <laughs> cruising around. So. But yeah, great. Uh, definitely like a must have for yeah. sleeping. On and and if you have if you have space for the rollercot or a cot, yeah. Um, most like especially the rollercot, the paco pad is made to go on the rollercot. Well, I'll tell you another thing. So <laughs> as I was sitting there sweating, sticking to my sleeping bag and my pad, I reached down and like felt the the ground, yeah. and of course the ground. Was you know it'd been cooking all day, ninety five degrees on these stones, yeah. oh, and yeah. so it was still hot, 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 and hot. radiating heat. So feeling yeah, hot, hot, you need hot. like something between you and the so ground. you do need something between and you and that, the ground, or you and your sleeping pad. Well, that was Link, the trick, Link's it, pro tip that he gave me a too late a cotton sheet. <laughs> yeah, a cotton sheet like a twin sheet. 
over your Paco pad. And you won't stick to it at night. That would be that would be great, especially on the hot days, hot nights where you're not you're not sleeping in a sleeping bag, you yeah. know. And uh, so I carry like a, a cotton. I carry a, a fitted sheet and then just another sheet, just yeah. to kind of sleep under and have something on top yeah. of me. Yeah. But but that's nice. That's nice great to idea. have. Great idea. So um, next is uh, footwear. Yeah, footwear. Or, I mean, of course, other than what you're wearing on yeah. the river. So you got your river shoes and you got your camp shoes. So it just depends on like where you're going. Well, even for this one night trip, uh, my buddy was like, "Hey, when you get to that rocky beach, you're gonna want to, you know, get out of your sandals and probably like put something on." So I just took some old Crocs mainly because I wanted to look awesome. But <laughs> no, they felt Croc, Crocs <laughs> are they're, they're good camp. They're, they're fashion, good camp. They felt they felt good. And yeah. they're light. But uh, but you were talking about on your multi day trips, like it's a I, real I, issue. Like if you don't. well, so I'll, I'll have a couple couple different kinds of footwear. I definitely have my flip flops. You know, on the big long canyon trip. Um, love you, Mongo. <laughs> <laughs> uh we'll have uh uh i'll definitely have my flip-flops for like kicking around camp you know on days where yeah just you know we're, we're kicking and just hanging out in camp flip-flops or i'll go barefoot depending on the camp you know if it's a sandy camp I'm probably barefoot but if the sun's really hot beating down on the sand it's too hot to really be on the sand you know some kind of sandal or flip-flop and occasionally I'll wear my river, my river sandals on the trip. However, um, most of the time I've got my astrals on my river shoes on whenever I'm paddling or rafting. Um, and then, you know, a lot of, a lot of people like to hike in their chacos and stuff. You may want to hike in something to hike in and you can hike in chacos, but you know, if you're on, if you're doing a kind of a gnarly hike, you may not want to be hiking and, in those you may want a decent pair of hiking boots but the the quintessential like the must-have is a pair of muck boots or you know basically uh, uh galoshes or whatever uh and um i i bought a pair of uh like two canyon trips ago um uh, finally found some some late market put the crocs <laughs> <in>. <laughs> They were full drop rocks. <laughs> four by four, son. <laughs> Put them in four by four, James Rhodes says. Um, but uh, extra tough boots. Um, neoprene rubberized boots are great. Clean your feet off. Uh, rinse your feet off. Get all the sand off of them. Uh, put put a pair of socks on and then slide into your uh, slide into your muck boots. And that's where you got You got a photo be. bomber here. Oh, there's Huck. <laughs> Say hello, Huck. You're live on Facebook. Yeah, oh, we're, okay. we're the real podcast. Deal, okay. All right. <laughs> Huck went on the trip. Did you have a good time? Yeah. All right. I Man, a few words. Medicine. <laughs> medicine. Special guests. And, and uh, studying. Sure. Yeah. Probably. So, yeah, those uh, those shoes. The boots are. Boots. Yeah, mug boots are really nice. Some Something, some kind of rubberized boot. Even if it's a, a pair of Walmart, you know, rubber boots, they, they work great for drying, drying your feet out and keeping your feet dry, especially if you're on and off the boat in the water. And I just go and 
Boom, I got four wheeling in my in my uh, extra tufts, man. That's right. So all right, well, so now getting into like a, a definite like luxury, but camp chair, yeah, camp chair, some sort of stool camp chair, but I want something like with a back. Yeah. So agree. we took. Uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> I heard you. Great. I heard you took. <laughs> I heard you guys swiped his chairs. He, he had his. He had <laughs> his Okay, own he chair. brought Hug yeah. brought his on. But That's we took cool. we took lots of chairs and uh but anyway, there uh we were gonna we were gonna sit on the cooler some and I did discover one thing that uh a, a one fun thing is like put the cooler down, put the crazy creek on the cooler, and then you got like a nice you know, you're sitting up, but you yeah. got back, so that was kind of a nice... But you can't kick... I couldn't totally kick back! You can't kick back in the no. crazy creek. Though. So I did buy, on this trip, I but bought... But that wears my butt out, too. So kicking back in the crazy kinda creek? It kind of does. It kind of yeah. does. So they need to do something about that padding in the back of the crazy I, uh, creek. I bought a El Cheapo Walmart uh, little mini backpacking chair, so it's basically like the kind you get... At REI. At REI, but it weighs a lot more. <laughs> but for this kind of trip, I was like, hey, yeah. you know, this will Try work. it out. Yeah. And, yeah. of course, it was like 15 bucks instead of 100 mm-hmm. And uh, it, it worked perfectly fine for this kind of trip. I would not haul it in like if I had to with a backpack. But right. It, but, but it also is like tiny little thing. And uh, I can uh, I, I'd keep it in the car now. All right. So, yeah. So, we get a lot of Ida... Uh, and Rio, and now we got some Arlo time. He's getting some face time here. Uh, he's our, he stands his ground. He's What's pretty sassy. Man? Oh, yeah, Arlo's. He's pretty sassy. I'm going to show you his little bobtail. <laughs> and he's a, uh, he's also That's like perfect. Lion King. <laughs> oh. Um, but, uh, get back to the camp here. That's, camp- our, that's our paddle cat right there. That's the paddle cat. Arlo ran in my garage out of the woods as a baby, as a little kitten, uh, the day I met Link. That's right. So he's been, uh, he's, he's you our, were there too, huh? He's our mascot. You weren't just a baby then, though. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, some kind of camp chair. I mean, whatever you yep. come up with. Um, last but not least, oh, beer, <laughs> beer, and pack extra, y'all. Yes. Make, make sure you know the locality you're going to. And, I, and that, won't you can to get me. that won't happen to me again. Like yeah. That's happened uh, on, on some, some camping trips, and I should know better. But uh, not only am I going to take some in the future, I'm going to take extra. Yeah. I'm going to pay it forward. I'm going to give somebody some beer out there. So, Well, my, my last trip was, was quite a treat. <laughs> my last uh, uh, canyon trip was quite a treat because uh, uh, Sweetwater... Brewing hooked us up with a bunch of uh, guide beer, and and other little sweet water options. But uh, they uh, they asked me, they're like, "How much you need beer for your Grand Canyon trip? How much do you need?" And I said, "Well, you know, a good a good rule of thumb is is a twelve pack of beer per person per day." <laughs> and uh, I was like, "That's that's just a starter, you know." And they were like, "That's." Like how many people? And like sixteen, and they're, they're like how many days? And I said uh, twenty one, and uh, it was like you know it was like sixty five cases or something. And they're like uh, no, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> so or no, was it one hundred twenty eight or I I forget, but it was it was a lot of beer, um, and um, 
So I, you know, I, I talked them into. They're like, "Hey, how about, how about um, we give you twenty one cases?" And I said, "That sounds, sounds good, good to me." Yes, sir. Oh, look, somebody's watching. Hey, turn it <laughs> off. <laughs> you can hear us in the other room, can't you? She just missed Arlo. Arlo. Yeah, we. Yeah, Louise, we give Arlo a shout out. So uh, yeah, make sure you get your beer and. Uh, you know, another another nice thing, the Grand Canyon, you know, we don't really worry about putting beer in the cooler, but uh, you have drag bags. Drag bags, so that's right. You throw, the, throw them in a big mesh bag. You can get like two, three, four cases of beer in these uh, big, in these nice ones. Uh, or two cases. Yeah, four, 48 beer. holds 48 beers, the one I have. Um, and... Clip it off to the raft and throw it off the back or the front or the side. I like the front or the back just because. Do that on the Ocoee too if you want your beer to be like 90 yeah, degrees. That, that, and then <laughs> you really want to go to jail. That's right. Yeah. All that, all that beer they allow out there. Um, you know, but some other little uh, fun items, uh, maybe some glow sticks, fireworks. All right, man. He's done. <laughs> <laughs> we did not do that. Uh, that falls know. under the category of, you know, leave it just as you found it. So uh, he's shooting off fireworks out there. <laughs> I mean, yeah, a couple bottle rockets. Uh, Back it up, Terry. But, uh, you know, maybe a, a you know, Bluetooth speaker if you want to. I, I don't, so I don't really i'm, I'm kind of hit or miss or i'm kind of on and off about music on yeah, the all right thing. that's a topic i think that's yeah, a topic i'm, I'm on and a... off about that uh you know there's there's some days where it's it's really chill and you know i'm i'm on my own i'm yeah. rowing my boat and i'm out in front of everybody and i'm just rowing and i'm by myself and i'm like man i would really like to hear some music yeah. i really like to hear some of the band you know some acadian driftwood which is my like my song I launch from Lee's Ferry to, you know? Yeah. But there's just something about just awful about being out there and all that beauty and grandeur. And you can hear, you know, like, yeah, man, turn panic up, you know, widespread panic, <laughs> man, this is from that show. And you're well, like, I don't get For starters, that would be great. But <laughs> on the Buffalo, we ran oh, into yeah. that last section. Yeah. Every other boat was, you know, cranking out some hick hop or whatever. Hick hop. <laughs> or whatever, but some terrible choices uh, yeah. were being made. Yeah. And you know, uh, and I was like that I was like, Can I can I offer you some headphones? Yeah. I mean I was like I said, I'm hit or miss because I do carry a Bluetooth speaker. But I was I was hiking in the Ravencliff Falls the other day with Rio, and we're we're you know, that's two and a half mile hike in to these falls that are just stupendous, uh, and we we're passing groups and dogs, you know, people with kids and people with dogs, and then like I'm like, what is that noise? And this guy comes by, and we come up on like two couples, and they're they're hiking out, we're hiking in. 
and they're hiking, you know, and the first couple comes by and the, and the guy's like vaping. I'm like, oh, the douche flute, you know, and he's sitting there like, oh, yeah, all this beautiful nature oxygen, you know, out here. And, and then behind him, the other guy, like who was definitely not, you know, an avid hiker, he's like just jamming down to panic, you know, and I'm like, really, man? And I could hear him. I could hear him from like, a hundred yards away. Well, they think they're doing. And Rio it. took yeah. off. He's like, "What is that noise?" And he took off ahead, and he ran up on him, and well, and they're all is. like, "Whoa, what's up with the dog off the leash?" And I'm like, <laughs> "The dog off the leash isn't the problem here." So, well, the thing is, everybody thinks they're making great music choices, but you know, I don't want to hear most people's music. So, yeah, uh, I'm I out mean, in nature, so headphones. Yeah. Keep, that's, that's keep, the keep it to yourself. That's the ticket, you know. But that's a, that could be a topic. It, it could be. It could be a whole right, separate topic. Well, so. so yeah, so hey, this this brings me to just like you know, I'm kind of excited. I want to do some some overnights and multi day trips uh, uh, in in our area and do some around here yeah. too. Get something like that. So. I'm going to put some of this into practice soon. But. Hey, overnights, quick, real quick, some good overnight trips. Uh, uh, section 2 and sec- or, or Section two and Section 3 or just Section 3 of the Chattooga. Great overnight trip. Um, if you like slow stuff, the, the French Broad has like a, ri- like a trail, like a river that, trail. That is a river trail, yeah. yeah, yeah. Section 9 of the French Broad or, or lower. Um the Nolichucky, uh in the southeast. You know, we're yeah, talking yeah, yeah, about yeah. mostly southeastern rivers, but uh, the Nolichucky, the Chattahoochee, uh, the Hooch. Where would uh, you? What on the upper Hooch or? Yeah, you can do. You could do three three days. Huh. On the upper Hooch. Camping Helen. Uh yeah man, Kidding. that's right. Yeah, go go down, and get yourself a uh, thir- thirty-two tubers, ounce mug of those beer. Those tubers got some music going, baby. Yeah man, some but no, team, the Upper Hooch, um, the Flint River, I think has some camping options on it. You know, the, the slower waters, the Swanee, the Santa Fe down in Florida, um, the Flint, the what's what's one of those other ones in South or South Georgia. Um, the Okamulgee. I don't know. The Okamulgee down. Yeah. What, what what flows through uh, Macon? Is that the Okamulgee? Not sure. Um, but yeah, this this um, I think have some camping options on them. The Congaree River and um, uh, Congaree National Park or National Monument in um, uh, Colum- outside of Columbia, South Carolina. Cahaba um, River in Alabama. Cahaba, yeah. That's... The Catawba in North Carolina. <laughs> Um, so there are some options, right? Yeah, there yeah. there are a lot lots of options. So we're gonna do um, it, and we'll do more trip reports on that. So. Yeah, yeah, maybe we'll go live from one of those. We'll, we'll take some luxuries. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna, beer. Yeah, we're gonna bring a computer in there and, and a radio. But uh, hey, music. guys, uh, some uh, events and releases coming up. Uh, we got the West Fork of the Tuckasegee this weekend. On Saturday, I'm not sure if we're going to have this up by then. Uh, you guys on the live cast will see it. Yeah, uh, but we will. yeah, this Saturday, the West Fork of the Tuck is releasing, which is July 27th. July 27th, yes. Uh, then coming up, Cascades Upper Nanny release on August 9th. Yep, and then that's, that was uh, running today. Actually, and it, it was running with some some rainfall recently, uh, last couple of days. Uh, I know it was running yesterday too. 
Uh, the West Fork of the Tuck is releasing again on August 10th, and there's a couple more releases in late August, uh, or no, August 24th is when it's also releasing. And then there's a, I mean, this is something I saw on Facebook, so I really don't have a lot of details, but the Green River Takeover, you just Google it, Green River Takeover. It's a women's paddling event on August 24th. Yeah. And then we've, uh, uh, planning another R1 S1, um, rafting clinic, uh, for August 24th and 25th, uh, up at the Nolichucky. So that's uh, Saturday, Sunday, August 24th and 25th. If you want more info on that, shoot a message to Link directly or to our podcast, uh, what, email? Yeah, uh, email us at waterboundpodcast at gmail.com. And you can, if you're on the Facebook site, you can message us through there. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and then, you know, a little bit further away, but coming up, uh, I think you can already register for some of these things. Uh, the Ocoee River Championships will be September 13th through the 15th. I think some of that stuff you can already get on and maybe register. I don't know. Yeah. And then the following weekend. Link's going to be in the inflatable kayaking race. <laughs> the the <laughs> following weekend is Golly Fest up in Summersville, West Virginia. Um, you know. Awesome annual event at uh, in the Nicholas County Fairgrounds. Sorry, I was just, uh, what is that? That ends up being, I think, September 20th and 21st. All right. Yeah. All right, folks. Well, we went over a little bit tonight, uh, but we got excited because we're looking at ourselves. <sighs> on this screen all right well thanks uh for those uh of you that that watched for a little while on uh, yeah thanks guys for tuning in and winging it on that and watching that's right so uh thanks for listening and let us know what you think uh you know definitely email us if uh oh we're gonna have the little yeah we got stickers yeah we got waterbound podcast waterbound podcast stickers i don't where would it be um we yeah, got, I'll, we run, got, I'll we run, got, run to get one. We've got a picture of it on the uh, on the Facebook page, but Ted's going to get one. Um, we'll send you one if you email us your uh, your address and include a uh, topic for the podcast. Uh, you know, request a topic, however you want to look at. Um, we will send you one of these. Ooh. Is that is it really is it backwards? It is backwards. <laughs> uh, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, yeah. Waterbound awesome. podcast sticker. Get one or hey, two. That, that um, Rocky Mountain Rass is backwards, <laughs> but it's. I don't know. Look at that still, back yeah, there. It is. That's right. I don't know what's happening there? There. But uh, but yeah, we'll uh, we'll send you a sticker. Send us your your address, topic, idea, and we'll get you one out there. Well, thanks, hey, guys. Thanks for listening. Oh, Everett just t- tuned in. What's up, Everett? Hey, we're signing off. We're signing off, man. So, uh, all right. Y'all have a good one. Night, y'all. We'll see you out there. See you downstream. Bye.